Welcome back to Banging the Can, the Houston sports podcast that does not apologize for championship rings and things, brought to you by Bolin Media. I am your host, Ross Bolin, and holy shnikes, we have had a wild week in sports, in the biggest and best news possible, baseball is back. Major League Baseball and the Players Association reached an agreement on a new collective bargaining agreement, and thank the sweet Lord baby Jesus, baseball is back. Because surviving on a diet of Rockets games and Texans news was not healthy for any of us. But opening day, which originally was scheduled for March 31st, will now be April 7th. All the games, by the way, that we lost during the lockout will be made up by extending the end of the regular season three days and adding a few doubleheaders to each team's schedule. Love it. Didn't even lose games. Enormous news. Now, I was already extremely excited for the lockout to be over. But then, last night, a friend of mine, Bradley Jackson, invited me to a South by Southwest screening of his new upcoming documentary about a pitcher you may have heard of, Nolan Ryan. The documentary is called Facing Nolan, and when it releases officially, I'll be sure to have Bradley on the show to talk about it. But holy shit, it was incredible. Uh, From the Houston Chronicle, Facing Nolan... Written and directed by Houston native Bradley Jackson is the first film that spans the 75-year-old Ryan's life, from his modest childhood growing up in Alvin to his days playing for the Mets, Angels, Astros, and Rangers. Uh, Now, part of the story, when I met Bradley beforehand to get the tickets from him uh, in a little sidebar attached to the Alamo Drafthouse in Austin on South Lamar, as I'm standing there chatting with Bradley, Guess who walks right past me? Nolan fucking Ryan. And I had no idea Mr. Ryan was going to be there. Bradley had mentioned he might make it to the Friday debut at South by Southwest, but this was Sunday night. And needless to say, the little boy inside me who idolized Nolan Ryan like a god had a very serious and intense internal freakout. Then... My fiance and I, and also uh, Nick Skurfield, for those of you who are familiar with Skurf, Nick Skurfield, I would define him as a Houston sports socialite of sorts. Uh, We got to sit like literally 10 feet away, right behind Nolan Ryan in the theater, watching a documentary about Nolan Ryan. It was the best. I didn't even get to speak to the man, and it was still one of the coolest nights of my life, so shouts to Bradley Jackson. Uh, Much of the documentary, in addition to Nolan Ryan himself, includes conversations with his wife, Ruth, who was a driving force behind Nolan's career and really their story and relationship between Ryan, uh, Nolan Ryan and Ruth Ryan is the highlight of the documentary, but also it includes George Brett, Rod Carew, Roger Clemens, Randy Johnson, Dave Winfield, Pete Rose, John McClain from the Houston Chronicle, and former President George W. Bush. It's awesome. Uh, Plus Nolan and Ruth's sons, Reed and Reese, and their daughter, Wendy Bivens. Uh, The sons were at the documentary that I went and saw on Sunday night. Not sure about the daughter. Uh, Anyway, it was spectacular. You have Facing Nolan to look forward to at some point in the coming months, in addition to the return of Major League Baseball. All good things. 
Mazel, mazel. Today's episode of Banging the Can is brought to you by Trade Coffee. 90% of the coffee from the grocery store is actually stale. You heard that right. The coffee you know and think you love needs an upgrade. Instead of rebuying the same old, same old, though, let Trade Coffee send you something freshly roasted that you're literally guaranteed to love. Trade sells the freshest roasted and ethically sourced beans from America's best independent roasters. They ship free to you as often as you like, whole or ground. Whether you're a coffee nerd or just want a better daily cup, Trade's real coffee experts taste test over 400 roasts and use technology to match you to your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. You just take the coffee quiz to get started. Trade Coffee guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll replace it for free. They've been featured by the New York Times, Wired, GQ, and have delivered over 5 million bags of coffee. Their subscription is no hassle. You can skip shipments, change your frequency, or cancel at any time. It's an incredible service. They send me the most delicious coffee I've ever had at home. It's incredible. And for our listeners right now, for all the can bangers out there, Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com slash BTC, as in banging the can. To get started, you take their quiz at drinktrade.com slash BTC and start your journey to your perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com slash BTC for $20 off your first three bags. So, with the return of baseball, we can return to some major question marks for our own Houston Astros. The first one is obvious. Will Carlos Correa stay? And as of this morning, it's being reported that talks between Correa and the Astros have reopened. And holy shit, guys, I think it's really happening. Apparently, it's looking more and more like Carlos will sign a massive short-term deal and enter free agency in a couple few years, which makes the return of baseball all the more orgasmic as an Astros fan. God, how I miss the booze. I cannot wait to be serenaded by sweet, sweet booing through my television during our first away game. God bless baseball. God bless Carlos Correa. And God bless the Houston Astros. I have a really good feeling he's going to resign. I mean, after all the hanging he's done with Bregman and McCullers and McCullers being the godfather of his son and vice versa, I believe, uh, it, it just, the social media hangouts, I feel like the boys just, they want one more go at it or two, you know? And Carlos can provide that and also make a shit ton of money short term and then go do the free agency dance. Get another ring and then go get even more money. Inflation. And such. So excited. Because there was a point where I was like, oh, he's gone. And then slowly but surely, as the weeks turned into months, I'm like, ah, and then the last couple days, and where there's smoke, you know what they say. There's fire. Carlos! I cannot fucking wait. Next question becomes, when will LMJ be good to go? Because McCullers apparently suffered some kind of setbacks with an S during the winter with his rehabilitation. And there was a quote from Dusty Baker today saying he's confident Lance will pitch this season. Which does not sound good, but I couldn't tell... If he understood just how bad it sounded, we've got Verlander back. 
It looks like Correa is down for the cause short-term after all. But we need a healthy Lance McCullers Jr. to have the kind of regular season we want to have to build momentum and make another World Series. And we saw what it was like trying to push through without the guy. He's necessary. So everybody now, pray for Lance McCullers Jr.'s arm, you know, tonight when you go to sleep or whatever, or I will come to your house and I will cut you So a lot of things up in the air still for the Astros in our upcoming season, which again starts on April 7th, I believe it were. Confirming with my notes now. Yep. A lot up in the air. Will Correa return? When will Lance's uh, rehabilitation end? When will he be back? Just excited to be able to talk baseball again. Huge. In other news, almost a full year after the origin of the story, no criminal charges will be filed in Harris County against Deshaun Watson. So now, in terms of sports, we sit back and wait and see what the Texans are going to get in return in this trade, this inevitable trade. And for any Texans fans who are sitting there like, maybe there's a chance. Okay, but dude, we know it's over. It's over. Don't be like the pathetic, abused, like fan that just is rooting. Like the guy doesn't like our franchise. We don't even like our franchise. But more importantly, I don't like him. The lack of criminal charges being filed changes nothing for me. Nothing. Regardless of how weird or exaggerated some of the stories and claims may have been about Deshaun, I don't care. At least some of that shit was true, and in more importantly, the way he handled it after the fact was just ridiculous. Like, he's just treated Texans fans like we never even existed. Like we were never, never there in the first place. And that's, again, it feels silly to even talk about the sports side of the story. But we have to because we all know he's going to play. And we all know he's going to get traded. And that trade will massively impact the future of the football team that we root for. But having to talk about that guy at all is frustrating. Because he's just shitty. And he presents so well. I think he all had us wrapped around his finger. The guy's a walking Bible verse generator. And I fucking, there's nothing I hate more than people who use that to make themselves, it's like being like these politicians who use religion and the Bible and Bible verses to present as if they give a shit. It's, It's like a cover. And that's part of his thing that lets me know there's something not right about this cat. I don't know what he did or didn't do. I know what his reaction tells me and his, the way he handled it, what that tells me about him as a man. And that's all I can go off of. That in some very strange reports from masseuses that are now public knowledge. The man just really wanted his ass and groin massaged by chicks from out of state. Why is that so hard for everybody to understand? 
Let he who is without calling in a masseuse from Florida to massage his ass and granus anus <laughs> cast the first stone. What's a granus? Sounds like the, between the grundle and the anus. Is there something between there? I digress. No criminal charges, though. I, I don't know. I, I, ju- I, I hope Nick Casario is competent. Nothing about the Texans rings competent to me. But maybe this time, I guess. In other NFL news, Tom Brady unretired in the least shocking move in the history of sports. This is no longer cool. It's faux pas. How many fucking greats do we have to watch do this? I'm retired. Hey, I'm back. I'm retired. Hey, I'm back. And the, the easy joke is being made over and over on the internet right now that the man must just simply hate his family. The more accurate joke is that the man is smart. This is how you generate buzz and revenue, and he continues to plug his own brands like Brady Brand and the TB12 formula or whatever the fuck his health routine is. And it's the game. And I mean, dude, I don't know if you know, part of the thing about the Nolan Ryan documentary that was so amazing, he played 27 seasons. 27 Major League Baseball seasons. He threw a no-hitter at like 42 or some crazy shit. Seven no-hitters. But Brady's 44. He's got another couple years in him. Why not run it back? And why not make us all pay closer attention by retiring and unretiring? It's like the story that even if you don't want to talk about it, even if you know it's bullshit, even if you knew he was just pulling our leg and getting more money and headlines and fame and brand exposure, you can't, you can't, it's Tom Brady. It's like, okay, yeah, all right. One more time. Fucking Brady. Unbelievable. Just blows my mind. You may have noticed if you're watching on YouTube or on uh, TikTok or a clip or whatever, I'm wearing a U of H Cougars hat. University of Houston Cougs. Shouts to Harrison for the hat. One of our listeners sent it to me. Number 18 Houston won the AAC tourney uh, 71-53 over Memphis. Huge win for the Cougars. March Madness is coming. Best of luck to all the Houston Cougars out there in the tourney. I'm excited for it. I'm admittedly not a big college basketball guy. I've spoke, I went to Texas State University. I've spoken to the fact that we didn't have much of a college sports experience as a school. We never have, and in all likelihood, we never will. More of a party school. It's a good, it's a good place for drinking and floating on the river. Not so much sports. And that's okay. But as a result, never been a college basketball guy. Um, But I love me some March Madness and betting on some March Madness. It's a good, fun, clean time there. Thoroughly enjoy it. And obviously, it goes without saying, I will be bandwagoning with the Cougars. Duh. Gotta do it. Gotta do it. Because I shit on Texas State, I feel obligated to say the Texas State men's baseball team did actually beat the number one ranked Texas Longhorns. You probably saw a viral clip of uh, our pitcher throwing the horns down after making the final strikeout. I stand by that decision by that pitcher. Here's why. Is it a trashy move? Did they act like they won the World Series? Yes. Here's why. That was literally them winning the World Series. 
You don't understand. We, I just spoke to it. We don't have moments like this at Texas State. Eat them up cats, but we don't. So that was the World Series. And you do shoot the horns down. And fuck the Longhorns. I stand by that statement, live by that statement, and die by it. I fuck, I've always hated the Longhorns. I grew up in a household of Aggies. I've been surrounded by Aggies my whole life. And then I accidentally married into like a half of a Longhorn family, and it was hell. Those people are the fucking worst. Two of my best friends in the whole world are Longhorns. And they're the fucking worst. They just, they, Longhorn, you're just, a UT Longhorns, everybody at, at Texas thinks they're better than you. They do. They think they're better than you. And if you went to Texas State, oh boy, it's even worse. They treat us like somebody that you treat really poorly. I don't know which phrase you're still allowed to use there. You can't say redheaded stepchild anymore, can you? Surely the gingers have put a stop to that with cancel culture. If they haven't, they really need to get on it. The, the time is now. If you have red hair, the time is now. Stand up for yourself. Fuck's sake. People like me need to be put in our place. <laughs> okay, the show's derailing. Hit bowlandmedia.com slash shop to grab a banging the can dad cap or t-shirt. Support the podcast. Tell your Houston sports friends and family about Banging the Can. Follow us on social media everywhere at Banging the Can on TikTok, at Banging the Can on Instagram, at Banging the Can on Twitter. There's a pattern here. Support our sponsor, Trade Coffee. To get started, take their quiz at drinktrade.com slash BTC. Start your journey to your perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com slash BTC. And remember, when you go to that URL, you get $20 off your first three bags. Follow me, Ross Bolin, on social media at W-R-B-O-L-E-N on Twitter and Instagram. Listen to our F1 show. If you love F1, we have a brand for you, Formula Bone. If you listen to uh, Banging the Can, wherever you listen to us, you can also listen to the Formula Bone F1 show right now. It's a great podcast hosted by my co-host on the Ross Bolin podcast, Jared Borislow, about F1. It's friendly to all manner of F1 fans New and old, young and old. <laughs> you get the picture. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for being here. I'll be back soon. Until then, H Town, stay down.